bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Maine with Justin Robert Young. Hey! Brian Brushwood. Textbook. And Bryce Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> and I see Brycey Castillo. I see Brycey Castillo. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so uh, I want to start off with the top. Bryce, uh, here you had a little run through with your marbles. We did. Our first kind of debut day was uh, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. You did a, a, a you called it Duper Bowl, the which Duper I Bowl. thought was really good. Yeah. I, I like that name. We gave out the plastic cup. Uh, to to three of our competitors who who finished in, in the night. It was great. We had, uh, I think, the highest turnout I've seen in any of the marble stuff we've ever done. Oh wow! Uh, which was a lot of fun. And also, uh, uh, you know, for for the after things audience, which is uh, uh, an exciting bit, uh, we had uh, sponsors. We were actually sponsored uh, 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 from some fellow <laughs> Diamond Club listeners who were excited. And so, oh, fun! Uh, that was really cool. Um, I think we talked last week about the acrylic gift that we're going to give the champion. Yeah. Um, so they're sponsoring, but then a, a, a someone who who makes some podcasts was like, "Hey, I got some podcasts I would like to promote," and it was uh, it was great. So, uh, and it was fun. Uh, if that's you, awesome. If yeah. if you don't mind sharing in hard numbers, mm-hmm. like what what does a a biggest turnout yet look like? Um, I, I haven't looked at the viewer numbers yet, but uh, we had uh, across all the races. The you know you can look at how how many yeah. people enter the races. We averaged about a hundred people every race, awesome. um, which is a hundred people watching the stream and typing a thing in chat when it's their time. So right. your concurrence were probably anywhere between a hundred hundred fifty. Then I would I would guess possibly right? Twitch's the the mysterious number on Twitch is six hundred and seventy eight views, but that is. No, that's, it. That's, that, that's that's the VOD. That's a, yeah, to- that, that's but after the fact, right? No, those are com- they've combined those now. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so that is comparable to uh, uh to a cord killer's stream in case. But uh, that but there are they're weird. That that number is very weird. I don't trust it. But uh, but that though it was great to see the most participation really that we've seen yet. And that's what I think, and that's the metric that you know for years. You know, the problem we had in podcasting is you'd be like, oh, I've got 10,000 listeners on my podcast. And people are like, well, our blog had 180,000 visitors last month. And you're like, bots, not what I want, whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, I will, let's compare my 30 second ad with your banner on your blog and we'll see. And, well, then, and, and, and you know, I people- think this, this goes back to, you know, uh, you guys have heard me talk about the story, attention, sales, different currencies. Like the thing about attention is if you truly think of it as real estate in the mind, the only way to know how much there is is by asking for an action or asking for a, a sales or a money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everything else is BS. Like we have proxies that imply, you know, like if, if if the view count on a YouTube video is very high, it is implied that a lot of people saw it, but you don't know how deeply they cared about it, how much it right. resonated, whether or not they consider themselves part of your tribe. And that data is you. tough to express in a meaningful way, right? Well, there's a million minutes viewed on this video. Well, is that a million people watching one minute? Is that 10, right. pe- 10 million people? 
people watching for a, a tenth of a second. And, and weird, but, weirdly, yeah. the only way for you to measure that real estate is by is by asking whether it's an offer for a sales thing or or asking people to sign up for a newsletter or to show up in the chat for concurrent. You know, to like yeah. like for you. Uh, that's one of the nice things about the marbles is that everybody to play has to do mm -hmm. a thing. Right. And so you, you know, for a fact that every time you said go a hundred people, uh, mm -hmm. that, that your, your, your acreage was a hundred people wide yeah. every single and, time. And the really great thing about that number, just seeing the trend of it is that, you know, there, there's a little bit of a parabola to it. Uh, you know, that it, it, it takes time for people to get in and as it starts to get later in the night, people are logging out, but I mean, even the lowest number was over 90 people. Like it was very consistent, especially in a way that that we had not seen in, in some of these other streams. So were, were people able to participate, uh, participate in multiple heats? They, they were able to go again? Every race. OK, uh, there were 18 races or so. So yeah. every, every every race, everybody got a chance to press the button and a lot and plenty of people did. Um, and so that's that's one of the really kind of nice things about the, the way we've got the data stuff set up is that I can see literally everyone uh which race everybody entered and and how all that stuff tracked throughout it the actually night. gives you some valuable intel as far as how to interpret the the fake numbers that we see in like you you yeah. talked about the mysterious twitch number like um I, I i'm not gonna like i might tune in and not participate just because like uh, you don't want to do a thing you want to well, watch well, I, which is exactly, how a lot of people on twitch right, are like. i just want it on right yeah. and it, but but like that valuable intel of knowing that 80% of everybody who's showing up is there because they're all the way in and they're playing along. Um, man, no, those metrics are going to be really, really valuable. Mm -hmm. I, I would consider continuing to, it'll take even more effort on your part, but I would consider logging uh, all the metrics of everything so that you could eventually do kind of a case study to sort of interpret you can map out mm -hmm. what that what that real estate of the mind looks like yeah you know um uh that is that is not impossible to kind of archive that data and make sure it's available because kind of with the way the some of the point stuff is set up like when we start that if week one proper on thursday then a lot of stuff is going to get wiped or a lot of stuff is going to kind of get baked to uh non-live data um but but you can copy stuff and keep keep it in in the back burner. But yeah, it's it's really interesting, and and I wasn't even really expecting um, that kind of immediate analysis you could do of like here's how many people entered all of the races, here's how here's all of this great stuff, um, and it was great to see a, a huge turnout. So uh, uh, yeah, I I like I said before like that. And what Brian alluded to is that that whole metric of how engaged people pressing buttons and stuff. I think we're gonna. That's gonna be the new podcast. That's gonna be the new. Now people realize, oh, podcast advertising's actually effective. Really, you think people like selecting something, putting something in bubble, a bubble with just you and the person <laughs> podcasting has value? You're like, now how about this game master who gets people pulled into a zone and have them pressing buttons on command? Yeah. Like, what's the value of that? Well, and and it, and it keeps people really really engaged um you know uh i it's 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 fascinating and i and i, and, uh, I, I do want to go and dive into the twitch stuff i haven't had any time to since but uh, but i would like to go and see kind of what we have a good idea of not just you know the twitch uh has a has a delineation of chatters people who are in the chat but uh uh um 
but it would be interesting to see the, the the ratio of how many people really were viewing and for what length and then how many people were involved with the races. Uh, because we- I think there could also be that second undercurrent. I mean, we, you know, we do podcasts here. A lot of people just don't, they just watch, you know, they don't have any want to be in the chat room. And that's, a, you know, those people are there. They, they may not, we may not see them, but they're there. We almost certainly have just suggested this flow to this before, but, but have you, have you reached out directly to the folks who created the software for marbles and started chatting with them? Uh, no, I haven't opened up those lines. I haven't sent that, that out yet. I was, there's been finalizing all the stuff has been tough, but the, I, I think in the next week I'm looking to start to do that. Oh, now would be the, now would be a well, great time. It, yeah. Especially is, uh, uh, don't, don't harvest that connection, but instead just give them the gift of, Hey, we like it a lot. We care a lot. Look at what we're doing with it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then a week later, hey, we're also doing this other thing. Bye. And then third week, hey, we want to do something even crazier. Would you be interested in mm-hmm. like, like, like that's um, so many of the uh, the most rewarding relationships that that I've had professionally. Like I, I I've mentioned multiple times the Under the Influence podcast uh, uh, from CBC which is a you know, 20, 30-year ad, uh, award-winning ad veteran talking about like what are good ads, what are bad ads, and branding and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I just sent an unironic fan letter, another unironic fan letter, and then it wasn't until like a few weeks ago that I'm like, hey, I'm working on this weird thing. Would you be interested? And he was like, yeah, let's hop on a call. Now, this is somebody who, if I just picked up the phone, it was like, I would like to book 30 minutes of your time to talk about a brand opportunity that like that'd be 10 or $20,000. But instead he's, you know, this is because I had built up the value of like, I'm just a guy who loves your stuff and I'm mm-hmm. really listening and, and appreciating what you have to say. Uh, it was a delightful conversation. I can't wait to, uh, you know, follow up with it. I, I would. Yeah. I, I would say don't overthink your instinct <laughs> to just pull up and compliment them. Yeah. Like, it, it make it short, make it punchy. Like, hey, just want to say, love the game. Uh, I'm doing this thing that uses it. Uh, keep being great. Uh, uh, and if you have any kind of question about the product, of like, hey, like, uh, uh, uh well, actually, no, don't, don't, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't say, do any. I, to, to be honest, I, I might even stop short of I'm doing this thing. I like just say, I really like your thing specifically. I've noticed that it's really magical for this specific thoughtful reason. Thank you for everything you've done. I, mm. I would say if Bryce is doing something like this, where he's like well, made yeah, a I league, guess, yeah. it's a big special thing that shows off their product. Like, I think that it's fine for him to be like, yes. hey, I put a ton of effort. This is how much I love it. Uh, but make it, sell it in, in the email as more of you're, you're a bringing celebration a lot of, of the game, not the like... World. Yeah, my business plan no, is no, no, no. is, is right, as right. follows. I'm icy Brycey and I'm ready to I'm ready to make some cold hard cash. <laughs> so I have a I have a little maybe thing to think about and uh. for people who like when a thing is ready, when a thing's like good enough, here's something to think about. I once worked on a TV pilot with a production company that had like a first look deal with MTV. And we finished the pilot edited it looked good i was very happy one of the pilots i'm actually the most happy with ever it's actually the first one I ever did and it was making it was a pain but the end product was pretty good and justin was involved mm-hmm. and 
they wanted to sort of like they weren't they wanted to renegotiate my contract because I went in and I had a pretty good contract with them and they wanted to renegotiate the contract because they were like, uh, we want we want a higher percentage, we want a percentage of this, whatever. And they decided to play this game where they were gonna kind of sit this thing out. I went in and I got ICM as my agency, which was great because they had their legal and stuff. So it was kind of it did not work out to their advantage. Let me put it that way, because I'm like, well, then I need representation now. Let me go get representation. And I brought in, you know, I got a, you know, one of the most powerful firms at the time. And so finally, like, okay. And they sat on this thing. We were going to turn it in, but they sat on this for like three weeks, right? Yeah. Before they turned it in. They waited three weeks. They go send it in to MTV. And and I know enough now to know when these stories are true, probably, uh, and when, no. But the chain of events was MTV said, wow, this is great. Unfortunately, we just bought a magic slash product sh- magic show uh, a week ago. Oh, no. Had we seen this, we would have gone with this. And the mm. production company was like devastated because they were like, they were that close super close yeah that close oh geez uh and 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 that, it is it is the, the kind of situation that only the decision making at the leadership of that particular production company <laughs> you know could could muster uh, yeah. uh man I, that the the only I, closest but, parallel to that crazy market is is the austin housing market well, yeah. <laughs> uh uh no sorry yeah, finish your thought andrew yeah, so I would say that, like, I, for me, I wasn't, like, bummed out, though, because I was like, this production company was a nightmare to work with, and I don't know what it had been like to have to work with them another year or a couple of years on this thing, because it probably would have driven me up the wall, so it was sort of a win in a way, but still, it was that, we're going to sit on this, because what could happen? Well, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think that just... Uh, connect i think that that we 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 all we often put too much pressure uh on on ourselves but at the same time like uh and this is something that i think brian has has done a good job at trying to break down uh my own instincts on it but like just if you see something you like just hit them up with an email just get used to pulling up and saying hey your stuff is great i love it because from our perspective and that's the thing where we are creators if somebody just randomly pull ups and compliments you you're like thank you well and, and, thank and a, you and for course, doing that you you feel that bristling like are you gonna ask for something and it's like no not asking for anything just want to say it's great yeah and then and then what's uh, uh and again if you want to be machiavellian about it then when you do have something to ask you can just uh, uh reply to that same thread and they'll see like who's this person? What were we talking about? Mm -hmm. And what we were talking about was you're great from six months ago. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, this guy seems cool. Yeah. Uh, One of the other things uh, that uh, I was able to get, you know, everybody's kind of reaction from during, during the stream and and see how people enjoyed it was um, uh, I had put together these little uh, uh, video, like kind of highlight little packages um, to kind of just give me, a two minute break, you know, yeah. in the middle of the stream and people really seemed to like it, which was, which was good. You know, I was worried, you know, a bit about, you know, we talked about having a very, having, you know, needing an engaged kind of player base. And I was almost worried of like, well, if I keep them away from format for two minutes, you know, are they going to, when are they going to think about it? And, and it turns out at least the people who, who mentioned, you know, it seemed, seemed that they really liked it. So, you know, um, that, that, 
was a, 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 a certain amount of work to kind of build out templates and stuff for that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad it was all really well received. Yeah. From a humble beginning, the Red Marble <laughs> had no idea what future lay before him. <laughs> In a neighborhood filled with blues, he felt like an outcaster, unliked, unloved. Um, also, the email list using Substack, man, it is night and day from using Mailchimp. I can, I can, I can just. You can just write it, and you can just send it, and it's not this whole. Now you got to design it, and you got to. You're do like, the... whoa, buddy, whoa, buddy. You realize you're about to send an email, right? Right. And it's like they literally Mailchimp has a moment with a, little, a, with a, a sweating button. finger <gasps> about to like. Yeah. Just are you ready for this? Are you about to send that email? <laughs> I I finally got out completely off Mailchimp. I uploaded everything to Substack. I haven't sent anything out yet, but I was like, I like, I got like, oh, use your mail chimp bill 150 dollars this month oh by the way you sent zero emails yeah also because like we know you have like ten thousand people but we count it as twenty thousand because of our monkey this math weird thing, and i'm like yeah. i'm like f you i just i'm like i'm done i'm done it's, i, I it, just it, i didn't even it, know where it's I was gonna not go. for that it's mm -hmm. not for that and 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 they are an enterprise level product it makes a lot of sense for scam stuff. I was about to say, it's like, my bill's $800 a month. Well, but, but for you, you know, there's there's a very healthy graph yeah. of, oh, look, it's $800, but right. let's bring it in. This MailChimp money. has become a product for you yes. and not for me doing a political newsletter, not for Andrew doing a newsletter, keeping his fans involved in what he is doing and not for Bryce to let people know that the Marbles League is starting. Yeah. This and, and I will I, even mm -hmm. argue, was it Brian? I'd even argue that if you, the amount of, do you know how cheap it is to send an email on Amazon's like simple email service and to do like almost everything you're doing? The amount of work that I went through to go send a thing on MailChimp, I went over, like, I looked over to Amazon at SE. I'm like, it's 10,000 emails for $2 is like the price to send. Yeah. The, the trick though is that uh, I, I trust, um, I trust them to be whitelisted uh, in their servers and and have a greater likelihood of getting stuff into the right pocket instead of going straight to spam or promotions or whatever. Mm. They use the same service as Amazon does, but if it gives you confidence, that's fine. I will not try to talk you out of it. I mean, look, no, 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 but no, this is why enterprise works. Right. Like you why, get someone why, to why, say, why hey, is... this is a problem. I need you. This why, is like, your responsibility. Why are businesses still paying for yeah. Microsoft Office Suite when right. literally they can do everything on Google for free? Because this is a thing that works. Well, We're going to go well, with it. Well, I also, it's, it's different. That's different. Like this literally, and again, I'm saying Brian's probably fine with what he has, but I'm saying it's like, it is a, those are two different products. This, the Amazon's SM simple email service is literally, it's the thing with it's, it's this, it's whitelisting. All that other stuff is there. It's just a little bit harder to dig into, and it may not be worth yeah. it to, to, for him to dig into it. But there are a lot of people. I had a friend that was doing Kickstarter campaigns, and they had to manage, you know, eighty thousand people or whatever like this, and they're frustrated with Mailchimp. I'm like, use this system, and he's like, he spent a few days, got into it. He's like, oh my god, change the difference now. Yeah. He's saving thousands of dollars by doing it this way. Mm -hmm. um, and also the other the other thing I've I've liked about having the Substack is that it basically functions as like a second website, right? Like. You kind of get a little bit of archive of the updates for everybody. It, 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 you know, Substack knows when you're coming in and you are not like logged in. So uh, the first time you load up, it, it, 
it says like, hey, you should subscribe or you could just read everything, but you should subscribe first. Um, and so even if what I'm doing is like mirroring, you know, some of some of this content that might be news posts on the marbles.win website or or whatever, like it 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 functions as, as a really nice, simple uh, secondary outlet for a lot of this information. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we yes, we also had some uh, some waterworks on uh <laughs> right before the halftime show wait what uh so mike tv did it did uh, a really stellar halftime oh, show oh that's for us. great did he do it live no he pre-recorded oh, wow. it he pre-recorded it and that's then fun we've got the little emote thing so we we blocked him out uh so why that... could he have done the super bowl instead of the <laughs> the weekend the weekend was all right but so i was doing one of these i was i had set these ad reads up for right before the uh right before that little halftime show and i wanted to test out their bottle opener live on the air oh no because it's kind of an untraditional sort of it, it it looks a little weird but i wanted to make sure it worked and so i pulled up uh, i had a little uh ultra a little mick ultra yeah that's right a little mick ultra and look it, it worked it popped it up oh! Oh! Oh, i swear this <laughs> never <TV>. happens let's <laughs> <laughs> turn it over to netflix now let's watch a movie so, thankfully we had mike's 11 minute performance where i could dry everything off that's perfect that's awesome. yeah that's great um but yeah and thank thank you guys for your advice i mean i think uh a, a lot of stuff uh would not be the, the way it is uh uh without it so uh nice. no that that looks awesome i love the look of it i love the color scheme i think it looks super fun uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see it grow. Thank you. Uh, hey, real quick, fast pick. Um, I mentioned fast the pick. Under the Influence podcast. Uh, he has a book. Terry O'Reilly has a book. It's called This I Know. Uh, I'm only at the beginning of it, uh, in, and there's a lot of stuff that I've heard over the years of his of his podcast. But mm. uh, dude knows his salt, and uh, he's a good, good guy. This I Know from Terry O'Reilly. Very cool. Uh, I'll, I'll double down on Substack. Substack is, uh, if you, if you <laughs> have an audience for anything, if you enjoy writing anything, to me, Substack is, to our modern world, what a blog was to the early aughts. It's what a Twitter account was to the tens or, or a Facebook community. It is just a thing you should be involved in uh, uh, if you have an audience or, or want to write anything. Mm. Uh, uh, go and I've been looking for a blog alternative for years and years this is the closest thing you can get to that and and actually get to your audience unfettered yeah they made they made one and they it's called email yeah it's, it's called email look at that uh, uh my pick i got one i got another one of these for the for that for the for the duper bowl and it helped out a lot i got a, a another elgato stream deck uh i think the the really cool thing about these is uh you know you can go and get a little numpad device and you can set it up with custom keys and all that stuff there are whole ways you can you can diy it but the software and the integrations that they've got with the elgato is is worth more than the cost of of admission the fact that they, i mean they have obs and vmix and the voice meter thing that i use for for audio like they have just integrations with all that stuff so you're not picking and trying to find keyboard shortcuts there's just someone made it and so you can say this button mutes this this button does this and you can chain stuff together i think it's it's a it's uh really one of their strongest devices that they got and and pretty affordable for as much power as as you get out of it so the elgato stream deck clutch i'm going to double triple down on the Substack. i've not published my first thing there but listening to what justin said about it 
and it does look like a a a modern solution to you know where we need to be with communicating stuff and just seeing it grow so i'm andrew main dot stack.com so if you want to start following me there then yay yeah yeah get on it yeah all right everybody it's been after The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.